Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Wednesday, January 18th in the year 2023. Lots of crazy things happening as per normal in the United States as we have more reveals about the corruption of the Biden administration. Ukrainian troops now landing on U.S. soil at Fort Sill to be trained. I'd be very suspicious of that. Cryptocurrency exchanges being dismantled by the FBI in the name of good. I swear, anytime these people say it's good, you better start looking to what they're trying to really do. And all sorts of other upheaval, which we'll get to very shortly. The biggest thing you need to remember is at this point in time, it is absolutely critical that you take care of yourself and prepare your household for the coming shortages that they are trying to create. Patriots, you can hide your head in the sand or you can face the future head on. Those are your two options. If you want to remain free and self-reliant, despite whatever happens in the world, you need to get yourself enough emergency food so you can survive the coming chaos in our society. You can fully expect food shortages if everything breaks down. And if you don't already have enough food on hand, you will regret it. So do yourself a favor and go to preparewithbards.com and save $200 on a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest preparedness company, and they're knocking $200 off the regular price of their three-month kit to help make it affordable for families who are feeling the pain of inflation right now. At this price, get one kit per person for your family. These kits are in stock, and they ship fast and free. Save $200 per kit when you go to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Patriots, I've said it so many times, food security is the foundation of personal sovereignty. So head on over to preparewithbards.com and take advantage of this amazing offer. Do it today. Preparewithbards.com, you will not be disappointed. Patriots, tonight I had listed on the show schedule to have Nate Kane on. That's actually going to be moved to tomorrow night, just so you know. A great interview that we've done. I just have to do some schedule adjustments for a couple of reasons. Next week, we're going to have a retired Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers on. He's a special forces medic and has a lot of insight into the sort of issues going on within the Department of Defense and our soldiers with this VAX issue. And so these are, and then also next Monday, I'm going to be on Van uh, Vandersteel's show. Um, so Ann Vandersteel show. That should be a, um, a good show to join in. And I'll give you more updates on that as we get closer. But as I mentioned at the opening, we this is the day that the uh, Nazi rebels and radicals that we've been supporting have arrived on U.S. soil to receive training at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. 90 to 100 Ukrainian Nazi soldiers have landed on Fort Sill Regional Airport to begin training on Patriot missile systems to continue to wage the war against Russia as the Nazi empire supported by this administration and elements within our government is trying to fight for survival. That should give everybody a moment of joy. Kidding. We are really learning the depth of the Nazi infiltration in our country, and that is a representative statement right there as to the fact that they're now here on U.S. soil. One thing that we need to keep asking is what is going on with this EV uh, electric vehicle agenda they are definitely pushing it. Um, let me give you a, a this. This is posted by Elon Musk today, since everybody loves to see him as the new great patriot. It says, great work by Tesla team. I'm going to play this clip here. Listen up. 
Your Roman's numeral this morning is 10. Electric vehicles make up 10% now of global car sales last year. The Wall Street Journal reports electric vehicle sales jumped 68% last year to 7.8 million. EVs still make up only a small fraction of car sales in the U.S., but they're showing strong growth in Europe and China. At the same time, we have uh, Wyoming that has now moved to ban electric vehicle sales by 2030 to protect its oil and gas industry, which is probably the best news of the week. And as we know very well with EVs, EVs, there's not even enough lithium in the world to produce the level of EVs they're talking about. We don't have an electric grid that'll support that level of EVs. And what you're not hearing from anybody is any promotion from any candidate right now or anybody in the political office of the revival of drilling in oil and gas other than a kind of a sidebar is like we should consider it. I think Congress has said they're going to try to consider it, but nobody's making it a major agenda. EVs are part of the global strategy to control everybody. EVs are part of the Internet of Things and Internet of Bodies, which is the new direction that they're trying to force humanity into. So if you want to evaluate somebody politically, if they are on the side of electric vehicles, they are on the wrong side of history. And they are definitely not pro-humanity whatsoever. EV technology is lousy. And one thing that no one is even talking about is that with EVs, there's a secondary illness and sickness part, which is the EMF. These vehicles are not shielded for EMF, and they are a walking time bomb for more problems for the, for the human body. So keep in mind that EVs, again, are part of a master strategy to take away your freedom of control and your freedom of travel. Every vehicle in an EV category already has a, su a shutoff switch built in that can be remotely terminate your ability to drive that vehicle. Plus, with weather changes, cold weather, whatever it is, they don't charge well. In an article that came out today, one owner of the new, one of the new Tesla SUVs has discovered that it takes five hours or more. I think it may even be more than that. It could have been up to like five days, I believe. The, uh, and I'll check it as we're talking, to charge their electric vehicle. This is the sort of insanity that they're trying to force upon everybody and make this the new normal. So it's uh, it's five days to fully charge his new EV Hummer. And I, mean, I said it was a, uh, a Tesla. It's not. His new EV Hummer takes t five days to fully charge. And, and that would be an interesting travel across the country, wouldn't it? All of these designs to reduce people to these 15-minute cities are built on the idea that the people themselves will lose their freedom of transportation and be limited by the vehicles that they'll be mandated to use, which will be EVs. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Time for us to pray. Father, we thank you for this time that we come together today to be blessed and to worship this moment in, in time in this fellowship that we have that spans the globe. So, Father, we're just really humbled in, in all that has been allowed for us to continue to assemble in this way, to continue to pray for our world, for our nations, and to continue to seek that truth that only you and Christ can bring to us. We are in a very challenging time, Father, where the enemy is continuing to move in its various ways, providing opportunities and illusions of opportunities through a good, a fake good side and a very dark bad side. We're literally being played as good cop, 
bad cop situation. And sadly, most people can't see through this illusion. Most people are under the idea that their new idols like Elon Musk and their idols within Congress are going to solve the problem for them. And people just haven't understood that we have a major responsibility in this fight. A significant part of the outcome of this depends upon where we put our faith, where we put our worship, where we put our love and belief. So we begin our prayer tonight, today, Father, with just the, the prayer that people will stop with their idolatries that the whole idea of idolatries will just begin to be corruptive and eroded and distasteful as they, as they try to worship into these, that there will be a continued erosion of, of ability to pray into the idols and the, a continued push to push people towards the true and only one truth, which is in Jesus and to you, Father. This world, sadly, has, has just relinquished so much of its power to a very dark and evil force, a force that sees children as food, a force that continues to manipulate truth and create chaos, a force that is making decisions for the future of humanity without humanity's voice in it. And even though they promise to have a civil society with a large discussion of people and corporations and government, all of those discussions are framed by the ability for them to control the type of language that is being used, the sort of topics that can be discussed, the worship of science, which they determine. In other words, the new rise of the church of science and the religion of science. Father, we pray for the casting down of all of this, the breaking of those walls, the crushing of those temples, the destruction of those idols. And it, it sadly has been so easy to perpetuate in this time because so many have walked away from Jesus. So that is also a prayer, Father, that we just pray that people will start to reclaim that power in Jesus, that they can start witnessing the true miracles of the kingdom, to start experiencing the power of the love, of the healing, and the, and the amazing power that comes through that with a relationship in Christ. We have so much as a nation and a world walked away from the supernatural God. That's you, Father. We have settled ourselves on the doctrinal God, described in just the words in Scripture and not realizing the magnitude and power of the greatness of who you are. And so we pray that this revival of the belief and understanding of the supernatural God will begin to settle into people's hearts. This is a time when we can need to shatter the ability and willingness of people to seek alternatives in science, which profess miracles of cures through things like mRNA vaccines or new developments in genetic engineering or biotechnologies. And so, Father, we pray constantly that these sorts of idols will be crushed, these worships will be cast aside, and people's ability to see clearly will continue to improve, that the scales will fall from their eyes and the ability to discern will become acute and focused Father, this time also requires an extreme push by us to be able to walk in that power of Jesus, to bring that light by the way that we live and operate in the world, not just by words, but by action, that our faith literally needs wheels. So we pray for that continued growth within us, that experience of the strength within Christ, with the light within us, to continue to embolden us as we walk in this world to raise people's eyes, to give them hope, and to give them an, an, an encounter 
through us of the light of Christ that draws them closer to that light and makes them want to seek that which they may not even know. There are so many, Father, sadly, that just don't even have the experience or knowledge or relationship with Jesus. And so again, we pray for that. We pray for this growing relationship in Christ that we can be part of to bring that into the world. As we continue to improve and master our walk in this world with a loving and forgiving heart, something that is fundamental to our existence, and as we continue to push into you that reliance on justice in the world, these are things that as we do, we're just we're needing to bring this great this greatness into the world to start letting people realize how much power we have in the unitedness in the body of Christ rather than the division and isolation that we're currently living in. So, Father, we, we close this prayer today with a focus on unity, a focus on the strength that we have in one another, a, a strength that we have even though we are not physically necessarily located next to each other, the understanding that within the body of Christ that we are united across this world, that this is literally one body of Christ, not individual bodies, not nation-state bodies, not community bodies, but this is one body in Christ that spans the entire globe. So, Father, we just pray that that strength, that that understanding, that connectivity, that connective tissue will grow. And in doing so, that the strength of what we have to bring to this world will also grow. A mightiness of the sword of the Spirit that nothing can defeat. A mightiness in the sword of the Spirit that can literally shatter the darkness and bring light to that which seeks to be in the dark. And in doing so, to expose this, to truly continue that process of the threshing floor, to separate the wheat from the shaft. And as that happens, it becomes very, very clear where our enemy is and, again, where our prayers need to be focused to crush them decisively. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Such a challenging time. I'm going to play some pieces from the WEF. The WEF is an absolute clown show, the World Economic Forum. And what's been going on over in that clown show has been the continued discussion of, well, a matter of fact, I'll just read a headline. This comes from Zero Hedge. A, quote, corrupt circle jerk of, quote, select human beings did Davos just reach peak creepy? And I would say absolutely, uh, without a question. Take a listen to this bizarre discussion by John Kerry. Listen to his words. This guy's like, it starts to, you have to just say, okay, who are you? Seriously, like, are you even of this world? And when you stop and think about it, it's pretty extraordinary that we, select group of human beings, because of whatever touched us at some point in our lives, are able to sit in a room and come together and uh, actually talk about saving the planet. I mean, it's so almost extraterrestrial to think about, quote, saving the planet. And if you said that to most people, most people, they think you're just a crazy tree-hugging, lefty, liberal, you know, do-gooder, whatever, and, and there's no relationship. But really, that's where we are. And when you're... Yeah, that's exactly where we are. We're right there in that middle of a place where we have the creepy extraterrestrial lizard head John Kerry talking about his select group of people. I, I swear, if you don't know what the real worm is, look it up. There's one. 
Vril worm. Yeah, they were touched all right. Stuck that Vril worm right in their left eye. That's how they got the left eye club. And they were taken over by that little thing wrapping around their optical nerve and then settling into their spine to control their thoughts and their brain. Oh, that's just conspiracy, I'm sure. So excuse me for my conspiratorial rant. I'm sure none of what I just said has any truth in it whatsoever. Take a listen to our great friend and evil nemesis, Klaus Schwab. He did apparently show up at Davos after all. Either that is a pretty good hologram or it's a clone. We'll see. Evening and a very cordial welcome to the annual meeting 2023. I express this cordial welcome on behalf of the Board of Trustees and my colleague, Borge Brent is the president, and all the members of the management board, as well as all the people who are here to make your stay here enjoyable and productive. We couldn't meet at a more challenging time. We are confronted with so many crises simultaneously. What does it need to master the future? I think to have a platform where all stakeholders of global society are engaged. Governments, business, civil societies, the young generation, and I could go on, I think is the first step to meet all the challenges. Yeah, nothing creepy about mastering the future whatsoever. But here's a little insight as we have the European Commission VP Vera Jourova sitting here and talking about the need to, uh, uh, yeah, like criminalize speech. Nothing bad about that. Well, we need the people who understand the language and the case law in the country mm. because what qualifies as hate, hate speech, as illegal hate speech, which you will have soon also in the U.S. I think that um, we, we have a strong reason why we have this uh, in the criminal law. Uh, we, uh, we need the platforms uh, to simply work with, with the language and to identify such cases. The AI would be too dangerous. Well, the AI would be too dangerous because we trained it and we need to make sure that the AI does what we need it to do to censor your language. And that's part of our new inter interaction with everybody to create these social forums of an interactive and social medium where everybody gets a voice as long as you speak their language. Remember that. Al Gore had some things to say today. He seemed a little bit unhinged. Enough already. Enough. And I, I don't want to get sidetracked onto what needs to happen, but we need to scale up climate finance, but we need desperately to scale down anti-climate finance. And we are still subsidizing the burning of fossil fuels globally at a rate 42 times larger than the subsidies for the shift toward renewables and EVs, uh, <clears throat> etc. We need new leadership at the World Bank. We need them to uh, scale up the leverage and vastly increase the amounts that are, are committed. And we need to rein in the anti-climate activities of the fossil industry. 
just want to be clear that if you're anti-climate science and if you are supporting fossil fuels, you're part of the fossil fuel propaganda campaign. I don't know if you knew that or not, just making sure you're clear because you are a very dangerous piece. So what is all this about in the end? And what are they really trying to get to? Because what we've been told all along is that the fourth industrial revolution is not about the world. It's about you and I. The fourth industrial revolution is about changing us in a way that will forever change humanity, and that's transhumanism. And as I have said all along, the, these people are kind of like your bad cops, and the good cops are those like Elon Musk, all of which believe in transhumanism. The only war in play right now from the elites is who gets to control the people. I want you to hear this piece as we close out today. This is a great insight into what we are literally dealing with. This was a piece posted on somebody else's site. So just so we're clear, that's why she says at the beginning I, something about I like your blog or I like your show, but not to me. But I want you to hear this because I think she puts the pieces together very, very well, and it's pretty dark. Hi there. I really admire your page, and I admire the thorough research that you do. No, they're not blood clots. And what I'm about to say is going to sound really crazy, but I trust you will look into it. Look into Intrabody Nano Network administered through facts. Just type in those keywords. Then look into transhumanism. Then look into the Internet of Bodies. Then look into how the Internet of Bodies is going to tie into and become the foundation of this new digital financial system that's coming. And then it's all going to make sense. It is self-assembling nanotechnology for the purpose of creating a carbon nanotube network within the human body to make the human body a device that can eventually be linked into the Internet of Bodies. It is biotechnology created through the manipulation of lipids with polyethylene glycol. Pegulation. Polyethylene glycol is one of the components that can be used to make hydrogel. And after the self-assembling nano network is administered in a human body, along with nano sensors, which is what those round modulars that people are finding, the next step is a form of a chip, which will probably come in the form of like a quantum dot tattoo that will be initiated for the usage within the digital financial system that is coming. But once that chip is put in place with the intrabody nano network, that will be the authentication and individualiz individualization of every human body that has this technology within it, the network and the chip making them all devices linked into the Internet of Bodies. The psychological, biological, genetic, and physiological data from every single individual will be what backs the new financial system. Information is the new gold. And all of the data being harvested no longer requires permission or notification from anyone that took this jab 
because they are now GMOs, which is a product owned by a corporation. The head of that corporation is BlackRock. I know what I'm saying sounds crazy, but I would invite you to look into everything I just spoke. Trust the plan, patriots. Trust the plan. We're going to show you a new future, and it's going to be shocking and amazing. You are going to become a device. All you have to do is take the shot, and when you get a chance, add those boosters right into it. And if you're one of the lucky winners that gets to survive it all, you will be part of a new quantum dot financial system, and your new Nisera Gisera goals will be achieved. It's all coming into focus now more and more. None of the things that she said are brand new. But she did put a good cap and synopsis to it all so that you can start to see the picture of what these people are actually doing. Good cop, bad cop. Be very wary of anybody in the political realm. They are all in on this. And one way or another, one side or the other, they have likely been promised dominion and control and power over people. That's the narcotic of them all. They become a god. We get to choose. That's the best part of it. We get to choose. And if we're going to choose, that means we have to follow Father God, follow our relationship in Christ, and trust in the Holy Spirit. And that means that our fight never wavers, and we never bow to these creeps, never accept any of what they're offering, because they will continue to offer you nirvana in the forms of many different ways, whether it's Nasera, Jasera, whether it's UBIs, whether it's a great new horizon of technologies, at risk for us all is the end game of them controlling us. If you want to see literally what this fight really looks like, and I would recommend that you watch this film. I watched it over the weekend. Watch Matrix 4 Resurrection. This is literally what you're going to see there is the belief in this film that they present that the fight for humanity will be won by us combining with technologies and partnering with friendly AI. That is what they are presenting, and that's what they believe. I vote no. I don't want anything like that in my life. It's a choice we all have to make, and it's a choice that each one of us are going to have to make if we want to survive. And if you choose the path of transhumanism, God bless you on your journey. Hope you find your way out of hell. Otherwise, stay with God, stay clean, stay natural, and stay away from this biotech that they're trying to put in us. And as a last note, be prepared because they've now approved mRNA vaccines for cattle. I just had the meeting with my guy that I run cattle with yesterday. This is real. It's coming. Merck is involved. So are others. They're pushing the mRNA vaccine on cattle and all livestock So the idea is to make sure that no matter what you do, you're going to get infected directly by the digestion of mRNA. You're going to have to start growing your own food, finding local source of beef and and poultry and other meat sources. Otherwise, you'll be eating the bugs, and I'm sure they'll have plenty of DNA tags in them and all as well. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. 
we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. 
We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.